0: And now, Sebastian Bourdais, part two. That's due, Ryan. What?
1: Meow. Meow. All right, we're going to start in five, four, three, two. Contracts aside, when was the deal effectively done going into that 07 season? Because the conversation started in 06, and I remember half of that champ card year, people were talking about how you were already gone.
2: No, no, it wasn't done, Um, but it looked good, and then the... They signed the contract. Um, I think they announced it right after because they announced it at Road America. And I think it was, maybe it was signed like a couple of weeks earlier or something okay. like that. Okay, so
1: second half of the year yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Ber- Bernie made me, uh, made me choke on that one for sure. What do you mean? Because basically I told you I like, had forgotten to uh, kind of give up on F1. You yeah, know, like, yeah, for sure. And so basically when I renegotiated, I, I kind of... And in the end, David really wasn't involved in this gem car stuff anymore. Like, he made the first one happen, and then the second contract uh, was like, you know, it was 03, 04, 05, and then it was 678. And so, for 678, uh, for 2006, I was like, you know, let's put a clause in the contract, you know, that if F1 comes out, you know. Oh, so that didn't exist
1: prior. You know, yeah. let's,
2: let's make sure that, you know, you guys are not going to screw me over and, and hold me or prevent me from taking the opportunity. And she was fine with that. And somehow, in the review or whatever, it didn't get put in for the 07 option or the 08. And so, uh, or maybe it was 407, but then it mistakenly wasn't for the yeah. 08 yeah. option. Sure enough.
1: I get an offer for F1 in 2000. Right. And you have a contract for 08. Mm-hmm. So, how'd you get out of
2: that? Oh, it cost me a half a million dollars.
0: <laughs> That's a big number. <laughs> yeah,
1: and to think there was a time where you were making seventy thousand <laughs> dollars. <that, laughs> and that was only to
2: thanks to uh, Paul and Mike Lanigan for doling the pain, because otherwise it was going to cost me another five hundred thousand dollars for two thousand nine.
0: You're going to have to. Add,
2: wow. wow. Take like
0: two years. De- like yeah, you're out for pretty oh. pretty tough
2: deal. She is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow yeah there's That's no tough business to love well, no there.
0: wonder you're doing all this handyman work yourself <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See that? yeah 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 I still
2: yeah. gotta make up yeah. Yeah. on the back you still end have yeah. nine more remodel projects <laughs> exactly. to make that money back yeah. so yeah yeah i was wow. not impressed He's like that mowing
0: lawns for people oh, or, i remember yeah.
2: when she called me and was like hey we have a uh, little problem i was like what do you mean we have a little problem well in that option there's no f1 clause I'm like you gotta be kidding me with everything wow. we've done together yeah yeah, you're gonna and play that.
1: Yeah, and you win four straight championships, or you're on your way to your fourth at that time. Okay. Yeah. And the well, they're not being nice. You don't
0: have to yeah. answer this, but you've been very open about the financial <laughs> side of things. What does an F1 contract pay you for Toro Rosso? They,
2: ma- they matched up, uh, it was two million dollars. Okay.
0: So the first year you're still making then the they money, me at 500. but still.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, you, so your first year you lose half of it to getting out of your your Champ Car contract.
2: And then, it gets well, cut they, in they only lost 500 because thanks to Mike and and Paul, they yeah. they they erased the the next 500. Okay. For oh, us. okay. Oh, I see. But Jesus, that's still so,
1: like yeah, that's a lot of money. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah. So
0: the first year they offered two million. Yeah. You had to give up 500 of that. Is yeah. that. Correct. Second year they offered you 500. Yeah. So you they essentially re- drove for free me, the second year. They
2: resigned me at five hundred. Well, no, because I, I didn't have to give anything back. But.
0: Well, no, but you did the year before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like to make that two million.
2: How do you? That was. I mean, 2009. I didn't want to go back. <laughs> I, I I knew I knew what was coming my way, and so basically we we talked about the '06 and ter- tribulations and stuff. So like end of '06, I do three days at Hellas, and and I drive that car. It's still on the groove tires, and and. I know myself pretty well, you know. I'm getting to F1. I'm 29, 30 years old. Yeah, and there's whatever. nothing left to prove. Yeah. But basically, I know my strengths and I know my weaknesses. My weaknesses have always been the same. I always need a strong rear end mechanically. Like I hate oversteering mechanical cars. And I hate understeery aero cars. Yeah, 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 like it's just like if you want to sure, define border sure. in a couple of sentences, mm-hmm. this is it. So yeah. the high speed stuff, it
1: needs to come around on you. No, it needs
2: to be precise. Like you, you need yeah, the yeah. control of the car. You, okay. Like you don't want it to step out, but you like understeering the high speed corner is a bitch because like you lose yeah. all the accuracy. Like you can't correct anything yeah. anymore. So I go I go to those three day tests and. You know, obviously, Emma was just born, so I mean, the timing's not great, and, yeah. and you know, I, apparently I still did a halfway decent job, because like, they were like, hey, you know, it's great, you know what you need, you know what you want, we need a leader, and this and that and the other, and, and Vettel was not in the deal yet. And, um, and so that's how they kind of sell me on it, and, and I'm like, cool, but if you guys want me to drive that car and you think I'm going to get better in that car, you're wrong. Be aware that I know what I need to go fast, and if you want to work with me and we can fix this car, yes, we we can go. I believe pretty decent. But if you're expecting me to drive this better than anybody else I out see. there, yeah. it ain't gonna happen. So this yeah. is your style. I'm 30-some years old. Yeah, you've got your I'm style. I'm not gonna by magically now. fix yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah, yeah. been me for yeah. 15, 20 years. Sure, sure. And and so. By doing that I really thought, alright, if if they end up signing me, they know what to yeah. expect yeah, right. from me. Yeah. Yeah. And they're it. like, oh man, that's great, you, you really do know what you need and what you want and mm-hmm. everything. I'm mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. So we have another test at Port Ricard, we have another test at Spa. And you know, car is okay, but like I'm still fighting kind of the same things. Mm-hmm. And uh and then they end up picking up the option, and, and yeah. here we go. The yeah. ride is on. And and Vettel at that point now is in the game. Yeah. And they found their pearl, you know? Like, they found the little crown jewel thing. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. Did you know he was had potential to be in this mix at this time? Not, er, not at the beginning. At yeah. Okay. yeah. But now, you know, when they sign me, like, I, he's obviously, you know, he's, he's, in, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's in the wunderkind. W- when, you
0: know? when you go to these tests, are you paid to go to the test?
2: Uh... Or? Pre-sign? Honestly, I can't remember. Yeah. But if if I was paid something, it was it was very minimal. I think they're paying like travel expenses. and sure, stuff, sure, but yeah, Like yeah. it's just me. Like you know, you get yeah. to drive an F1 and yeah, you lucky you, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you like, get the cool. gig. You get the gig. I'm but four yeah. times. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I don't think. Yeah, I And then, anyways, um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, if if <laughs> anything, I was like, well, at least I've driven, you know, yeah, a couple few times yeah, like yeah, yeah, properly in yeah. F1 and you know, whatever. And uh, so they sign me, and we start. And then you know, championship in Champ Car finishes, and then I go straight after Mexico City to winter testing in in uh, Barcelona. And pretty much right away, I get there, and I don't know. Yeah, because of the dynamic of the team. Yeah.
1: Like it's Vettel's team when you show up, basically. Because
2: you know, I'm in an environment that's obviously very much red bull i'm not a red bull product by any sure, means yeah, so yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of people that just do not like me yeah right and gerhardt is with nicholas and laurent Mekies who's now at ferrari was you know the technical director with uh, giorgio ascanelli obviously they like me they like the fact that i do know what i'm talking about and i do You've know what i want yeah. or need but as it so happens, Red Bull Technology is making the call for Toro Rosso, and we don't have a say in it. Yeah, the,
1: the rules were or the the arrangement in F1 was different at the time. So Red Bull Technology was this parent company yeah. that was supplying things to both Red Bull and yeah. well, But now we now had a Ferrari,
2: they had a Renault, and they yeah. were not looking for the red, the same things we were. Right, right. And now they have Vettel, who can drive anything. Yeah. Including the worst balanced car you can think of, yeah. and and Boré, who can't. Right. And so I come in. I come out of that couple of test days, and I'm like, I'm talking to Claire, and I'm like, Hey, this is going to be a f- disaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get my. We ass haven't done a race and be- yet, and you already know this. Oh man, yeah. I'm I'm screwed before this is even started.
0: So when the internet has opinions, <laughs> they can shut the. F- because you're before you even done a race, you're like, oh, oh. god! Oh yeah, no, yeah. I'm,
2: in, I'm I'm in a train, yeah, and there's a mountain in the distance, yeah, and the track, there's no like detour, yeah, it's right not going it. around, it's yeah. going straight yeah. to yeah. it, yeah, and and you just don't know with the perspective when that's gonna happen, but you do know that it's but coming your way.
1: This is your chance to see, and you're under contract, so and, you gotta do it. And that's it, yeah, it's
2: over. Like I've yeah. I've given up what I had in the U.S. Like I'm committed to this, like, and 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 honestly. The first, like, after a few tests and, like, really kind of working mechanically with the car, because there was a third element in the car. Like, it was still the first TR2B, which was the first car we st- we finished the winter testing with and we started the next season with, was mechanically very similar to a chem car. It had side springs, it had side dampers, it had the third element. So you could play with the attitude of the car. You would lose efficiency, you would lose straight line speed, but you could keep the ass up in the quick corners. You could you know, get it to come down. Like you had things to decouple, high speed, low speed, mechanical, downforce, whatever. So we still kind of got it in a place that was not too bad for me. And honestly, with Tier 2B, I was 3 to 2, I think, against Vettel um, in, the first quality? in quality yeah. for the first five races. Yeah. And then Tier 3 came out. So the next update on this car. And, and yeah. it was high potential car but the entire board car that to the optimal. So what, what characteristics are uh, different? It was losing six or eight percent of center pressure from 80 kph to 250. So the thing was a monstrosity understeering yeah. high speed corners Yeah. and I had no That's rear grip in the slow speed stuff.
1: Yeah, so it's all moved to the back. And, and yeah. it
2: was just, I, could, I just couldn't drive it. Yeah. I just could not drive it. And right. so basically, as evolutions would come, like Spa and Fuji and whatnot, like every time you saw me like resurging a little bit, like an update came out and like helped me a little bit get in my tiny bitsy operating zone, and and but but I was completely at the mercy of whatever was coming on the car, and if you didn't throw the update on the cars to the point where we brought the floor back, the fir- very first floor that came out with the car, which was like. Twenty points worse than the next one, right? But it was better for me, right? You know, except it wasn't faster around the lap because the car was just not as good, right? You know, so and TR2 was more was
1: comfortable, but the lap time on TR3 was better. Yeah, yeah,
2: like it was second and a half faster or something. Okay. you know, and Bettle and could drive this. Yeah. yeah, and and so now you become the black sheep, right? Because like you bitching. Obviously, because yeah. you can't he's drive doing it. it. Exactly, but he's doing it. And yeah. so I, yeah. I, 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 like, I remember oh, well, that day oh, forever. Like we, we go to Silverstone, and uh, and I'm getting obliterated, like over a second a lap, and because I'm having to make that stupid compromise where I can either not drive the car in, a, in the first sector, which is cuffs, Becketts and Stowe basically all like fourth and up gear corners
0: (laughs) hauling ass like yeah like 250 and up (laughs) and and so either it's a
2: a crazy amounts of understeer and then you're losing like three quarters of a second in three corners yeah but at least you can drive the last sector which is all slow speed corners and and you're not spinning yeah right right or (laughs) yeah or you just understeer like crazy and uh, it's like oh my god it's like yeah and so like you know i was having to make that compromise and i was like banging my head and it's like yeah screw this so all right you guys just like seemingly make it sound like i can't drive a race car yeah right okay so we you know, we're just gonna because okay. anyways okay. i'm screwed Fine. yeah as well. we're just we're just gonna do we're gonna do a car that i can drive yeah. and that's somewhat optimized for the first sector and i remember it's like oh all of a sudden it's like oh it's like P2 in first sector or like a yeah. half a tenth off or something like that. Yeah. And then, but he's two seconds off in the last sector. Right. Because yeah, right. the car isn't drivable for him. Yeah. And then same thing, you know, we just disregard first sector now with like a second off in the first sector and like Set we, up for the we, third We one. balance yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. car mechanically and then yeah. it's all of a sudden it's like, yeah, it's P2 again. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, right. you know, and and then at the end of the, the test, I, I remember having that conversation with Giorgio Ascanelli and I was like, Giorgio, like, I'm okay, Like, I I don't need to put myself through this sure. to know what I can do and can't do yeah. in a race car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what do you guys do for me? Because ultimately you guys signed me for this and I thought I had been pretty crystal clear about what I could do and couldn't yeah. do in a yeah, race car. Yeah. 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 And, and now you guys are looking at me like I'm a freaking crazy idiot. So where do we go with this, you know? And so the season went on and again, you know, like I was saying, like a couple times it just came to me a few few updates, like I don't know if you remember, like at some point like they had like kind of horns coming on I the side remember of the tubs. Yeah, 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 well yeah. that was like two or three percent of COP shift all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah and, and so Moving hey, forward. all of a sudden I'm P six in uh, in Japan at Fuji and ahead of Vettel, and we're having like the best race pretty much other than Spa. And um, and yeah, they disqualified me because I had an impact with Massa, who was fighting for oh, the championship. That was a big, big
0: uh, to do, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh,
2: like, I remember like going to the <laughs> the race directors or well, the the stewards panel after the race, and the guys were like, "But you coming out of the pits, like you have to yield." <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Let me you, show you, you some you know, replays. <laughs> you, you, you know, you know what Fuji looks like, right? I mean, pit exit is like a half a mile away from turn one. So by the time you get to the breaking point, you're pretty much going the same speed as the other guy. And he just turned in like I wasn't there, and I'm like in control of the car. He bounces off my car, spins himself out, I keep going, finish six, and I get disqualified.
0: Right, right. (laughs) It's like, man, this is
2: my F1 career right there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brutal. So the writing's on the wall now.
1: Uh, from the first, from we, the yeah. So as as the 08 season goes, and I don't know if this is true, Oriel claimed that at they're starting to hit a point in the 08 season where a totally bullshit deal started coming together for him and for you. Does oh yeah, with year? foresight. With foresight, yeah. yeah. Okay. With, I
2: mean Kenny, my uh, kind of car manager, with Craig Kenny Seewick. Was working with Jerry at that point uh, and uh, Neil Mickle, right? Right, and this is an '08. Yeah, yeah. At the end of '08, yeah. Like I'm trying to get out, like because you're I do. I've seen enough. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't need to go through this another time. So
0: everyone on the internet thinks you got like booted out because you sucked. You were like, I want to get out.
2: Yeah. I think that's well, what people no, need I to know. Sucked. Yeah, and, and I didn't. But you know, you 09. You know, but not.
0: you know, you don't suck as a race car driver. No. it's just not working. You need yeah, to get out. I just I can't
2: drive what they're asking me to drive. Yeah, right. Yeah. Period. And and it only gets worse in you know, nine because <laughs> the car goes to slick tires with mm-hmm. big front tires, and now mechanically the car is way more steery yet again yeah. in, the, in the slow speed stuff. Yeah, and I, I, I just simply can't drive it. And yeah. Bremi, if you look at the compare, and I think Boemi doesn't get any any credit for that, but I can tell you that Bumi would have beat Vettel. Seb Seb Bremi, kicked my ass. Yeah. Twice as bad as Vettel did. Yeah,
0: really. Interesting. Yeah. He
2: was he was very talented. So he's
1: he's top and you're top three among Sebastian drivers. A, that's a tight-knit group yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: okay but uh yeah so basically coming back like at the end of 2008 that deal uh, so what was that because the it indicated that there was like this thing and well, we it we we love stories about about there was supposedly a, a, a guy who was you know gonna finance the whole thing oh, okay sponsor base yeah, yeah. And, and it just we love those stories and yeah. it ended yeah. up being a typical racing story where right what was the deal what was the, the, the promise Ones. I mean there was like a two-car team with like full money and like you know let's go IRL and you know it was gonna be my return to the States and my okay. ticket out show. I'm gonna get you out of yeah. the Red Bull deal and, okay. and unfortunately it just ended up being you know a lot of bullshit and uh, yeah and never happened you know yeah. like many racing deals so right? then you're like still stuck in an F1
0: program you don't want to be in so
2: so basically now because <laughs> I don't have anything else yeah. I'm basically back for f- like they finally kind of make their season analysis yeah, yeah. i love and you're the in f1 and you hate it and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah like it's the dream <laughs> and yeah. then over it's the dtm of
0: race series drivers hate <laughs> yeah
2: and then over the uh over the season the analysis <laughs> is that supposedly i'm like two tenths off of a vettel. Mm-hmm. like overall that like, practice no. qualifying race mm-hmm. and whatever and so laurent Mekies is making a pretty strong point at keeping me he's like Guys, <laughs> like, Please I mean, don't. right. Please don't. Because he's as, not, as the not updates not. came, you were, you, you know, were tight he's he's yeah. very capable yeah. and, and you know, he's really not and he's not really all that bad, you know, when you look at the actual timing of things. And uh and you know, we I I would qualified Coulthard. Like i kicked him out of q3 like four or five times out of the last six races you know and i made this six of the seven last q3s so really like i was getting demolished by vettel but it's not like i was terrible Bad. terrible yeah and, it, and at that
1: time the red bulls and the what would now be alpha tories were very similar chassis yeah which is different power. yeah and, yeah.
2: and the yeah. ferrari was a good engine you know yeah. and yeah. so i mean it was just very different from the Renault, but like yeah. you know i mean vettel he yeah. won a race, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I probably should have finished on the podium when I won. had yeah. the car not stall on the grid. At Moda, w- with yeah. anti-stall, which is always a very interesting story, but we uh, can always debate go on, on, on that. That's a course. yeah, we're here for the stories. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's so, like, yeah. <laughs> the f- thing we didn't go in first gear. So grid. I Edmonton? started. I started playing with the clutch and like trying to get it to do something because like the cars are going. Like if you're not going, you're going pit lane and you're not taking the start of the race. So I'm starting to freaking be like full panic mode there. Like I'm I'm fourth on the grid, having the best qualifying of the year, and really not on the front row because I ended up you know aquaplaning out of the last variante and qualifying on my last lap, which was looking like a P2 lap. And <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're on the grid there, your teammates on pole, your P4, with like a really awesome car in the wet, and uh, and the car won't go in gear. And all of a sudden, I start playing with the clutch, and the thing goes in gear, and as I drop the clutch, I'm backing off the throttle slightly, and the thing just like the anti-stall doesn't catch it. Yes. And the thing stalls, and we start a lap down, and, and that that's That summarizes it. your have, F1 career. We actually have the... Fastest or second fastest race distance time yeah. in history in, in the, that yeah, race. That yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that sucked.
0: <laughs> How to summarize an F1 career? Yeah, oh, that's pretty
2: much. I mean, if you look at it, first race, i um, P4. I've been holding Kubica, Alonso, and Rosell. We're not very, very fast, but we've all been holding these guys for like 35 laps. We P4 two laps to the end, drive side. We finish, we end up scoring points. We finish, we classified seventh, but we don't finish the race. Spa, I'm P4 the whole bloody race, and starts raining. Typical Spa in the last lap, and then the team doesn't tell me that the guys are coming behind me in Inters, where we like third at that time, at that particular moment. And then Vettel and and, uh, and Alonso end up passing me along with Heidfeld and the seventh right. again. Because you were over
1: backed off. Like you were backed off. No, because I ended up be. trying
2: to defend Heidfeld, who was yeah. coming on Inters, who I didn't know was on Inters. Right. So had you just let him go? Yeah, you I should have just let him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. there was I no gotcha. defending, yeah, the guy. Gotcha. It was it was freaking raining like crazy. Right, right, right. More on slicks. Well, I mean, with the groove tires, but still. And. Um, so that's of another our one. All spotters like, had
1: I been there? Yeah,
2: exactly. But, like, nobody told me anything. And so, here you go. P4 turns into a P7 again. And people wonder why I was kind of half crying after the race. I like, yeah. You would understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. so, the Japan story with Masa. And then after that, pretty much... I don't know something truly didn't like something that happened between the two of us or something and it just basically drove the last two races like making a mission to just you. yeah like it
0: took
2: me it, it took me in the grass in Sao Paulo uh, in China we made contact it been something on my car was at the image of, uh, of my F1 uh, experience basically what were you doing family-wise at that
0: point were you living overseas and then were they over with you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Switzerland. Yeah.
1: We we've, we we. So Emma was born in America, but then we, moved. Yeah. To yep. Switzerland. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's um,
2: no way we could we could do a make a case life. to live in France. It oh, was just okay. like tax-wise, it was mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Or.
0: <laughs> or you just really like Switzerland. Yep. So, uh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we did like really much love Switzerland. Yeah. Just like, nice it was uh, about the worst time of my life. But yeah. <laughs> We did one, and it might have been racing F one. It might have been different because you had a family, but we did one of these yeah, with um, yeah.
1: we did one of these with Nasser. Yeah, and he didn't particularly love his F one time either. <laughs> um, but we asked him one pointed question: was Did you find it lonely? Because he told a great story of how he, he celebrated. You know, his first race, he was fifth. You know, best debut yeah. for Brazilian ever. Yeah, and he celebrated with like his dad and no. his uncle, and that was it. those yeah. were the only people celebrating. Was it was it a lonely experience for you?
2: Um, there were good guys in the team in Toro also. Yeah. Um, but it was very Italian. Yeah. And I didn't speak Italian. Yeah. And very yeah, quick, don't move your hands much. And <laughs> very quickly, I figured that it was not worth the effort because I wasn't going to stay there very long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's going to take more than two seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Yeah. I get that. So... That's why I haven't learned. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So but they were good guys. I mean, it was just... Yeah. It wasn't your thing. I mean, very... Very quickly, I, I, I knew what was coming my way. Yeah. I mean, there was no way that, you know, you could be kind of not that far off the pace. Yeah. Off the pace and, you know, just gonna make it.
0: At the time, we don't know that Vettel's going to become Sebastian Vettel. But as he went on to have, like, huge success, where you understand? Was it, was it help it at all? You know, when you see him go win a world championship, you're like, okay, he is one of the best to ever do it.
2: Again, like, I proved myself, like, when the car was, you know, like, close to what I could drive, yeah. I mean, I, I could beat him in a, in a car that I was comfortable driving. I could beat him. Yeah, I did, but not most of the times when I was just incapable of driving the thing. Yeah, yeah. And that—that's just raw talent. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not making excuses or anything. Like, it's just—it's the fact. Like, I can—I can only get out of my own way, you know, so much when the car is just outside of my window. Like, I. I there are guys that have enough raw talent to just drive anything yeah and and i'm not that guy sure do you think there could have been do you think they could have had car
1: updates that could have matched those lap times more catered to you the what do you think they could have made car updates that could have matched the lap times they were improving with but more catered to your needs um
2: i think in the. so there are two things i yep. think in f1 like the oh you know we know what you want um you you know what you want we need a leader this and that and the other that's because ultimately drivers do not impact what the engineers find in they the CFD drive to what the engineering or says. Yeah. The wind tunnels like so if this, whatever right. is better potentially has to go on the right. car because if you don't you're just going backwards right. on the grid
1: so if the cfd says the cop is going way to the rear then you don't like it that's the deal
2: no it's it's uh the part is better the potential of the car is higher it's gonna f- up the balance of the car, we don't care. Yeah, it's your job. You figure no. it out. Yeah. And so they don't really need guys like me in F1. They need guys that are capable of extracting 100% of whatever car is that you put in, in their hands. Yeah. And so I think, are there teams that would have been able to help me? Big teams, yes. Yeah. Is it what they need? No. Gotcha,
1: yeah, I understand that. And so you went on into 9 more because that's what was available more. Yeah, than so basically
2: that over. whole you yeah. know full site thing just falls apart yeah. before it's even born. Yeah. Did you know it was born Because like well, I knew it was both when it fell apart. But like <laughs> you know we, we we hoped and hoped and hoped and yeah. hoped. Yeah. And um, we've all had these stories. And then you know yeah. at that point when yeah when, when it's not happening that that's when I got to make you know obviously the decision like the push Peuge- it's too late and the Peugeot thing. Is not an option really? 409. The full-time rides are already taken. IndyCar options are not there. So when Toro Rosso comes back to me, it's finally like, hey, you know, well, we don't really want to take you, but you know, <laughs> we feel like you're the least worst option, and you know, the least worst we'll, option. We'll, yeah. we'll pay you five hundred thousand yeah. euros. It's like, are you shitting me? And but at the same time, you got nothing else. So what are you gonna do? Like. You go back for more misery, you know, and 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 unfortunately, you kind of hoping that the new car is somewhat gonna not be the same nightmare. But guess what? It's the worst nightmare, and you are just never waking up of it, you know. And then, you know, finally, I think at that point, there, Gerard had gone, so my only advocate was gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. You have to have a champion. On and a team so, like, like that. politically,
2: yeah. it became yeah. that became really awkward. Yeah, yeah. And you know. Funny enough, the last two races, my car has mechanical issues, hydraulics, twice. Uh, it's abysmally slow and miserable, and, and like there's nothing in that season other than you know my kind of long, 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 long ride in Monaco, where I just kind of basically did a one stopper and and kept it on the island and it finished seventh. Uh, or ninth I can't remember I, I think out, we scored yeah. two points your highlight something. is something you can't even remember that's, no. how, that's, no, how, that's honestly, how memorable I, that I, year I was could, yeah. I, could, I could just like forget everything that's happened there and be fine like and that's that's the only time where we kind of like got our heads out of the water and, and then when they yeah the, the last blow was basically when they signed Suarez and his dad had a, a media outlet and he leaked the information so I landed in uh, Frankfurt drove to Nürburgring and uh and you know my phone's blowing up my dad's leaving me a message like hey Seth, have you seen the news the rumors and so i show up at the track like every tv you know the camera is on me and following me like you know just me And it was awful and uh and didn't want to admit you know we had two meetings before he started to admit that you know that was it and then they denied the fact that you know they owed me at least my contract money there was no out you know in the contract for them uh, so they fired me with no rights there was no performance clause or anything and so and yeah finally they settled that i settled that on the phone texting with dietrich uh and i was at paleo at the at the festival in switzerland the boss of red yeah. bull yeah yeah He didn't, didn't even have the balls to pick up the phone or anything it just kind of yeah wow like so you got dumped settled. by text yes. yeah S- settled it no I, I got dumped and then it got resoluted like financially yeah. over text yeah. right
1: but my point is that no point is anybody talking to so you're going to the race at nürburgring mm-hmm. you're, you're eventually replaced by Jaime alagashwari yeah. um but you're going to that final race at nürburgring no one's told you a thing and the media knows before you
2: yeah because they leaked the information yeah. yeah yeah that was very comfortable
0: yeah i'm sure that felt great So that that old adage, "Be careful what you wish for." Yeah, like I want to be an F1 driver.
1: Hmm?
2: I want to be in DTM. Let me take it take it from special. But but again, you know, I've I've said that many many times. Yeah, like I uh, obviously didn't need to go through this. You know, for any particular reason. (laughs) but <laughs> that's it yeah yeah but i don't regret it you know what okay. i'm saying yeah, like yeah. i would have regretted no not trying and always wondering what if i mean it was obviously the most miserable experience you could hope for you know especially after spending so many years like longing for it and like you know the goal the ultimate goal and stuff but you know, there was a, a before, during, and an after, and, you know, I, I don't think, honestly, like, there are a lot of people that ask me over the years, like, would you, would you have done anything different? I don't know. I don't think so. You know, I mean, I think things happen for a reason. You, you learn from it, and it was, it, was, it was very painful at times, for sure. But
1: So you, very at the beginning of this, you, you, you made a very pointed comment. I was like, oh, that's coming back later. Um, so Peugeot has this LMP1 program, uh, which was a badass program at the time. You, you, you'd already had some relationship with them. Um, you said earl- uh, earlier today that when you got involved with that program, once all of this went away, that this was the career move. You were going to settle into this for life and live in Switzerland. And this was the no, no,
2: no, 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 no. After F1, we went back to Le Mans. Yeah. Uh, cuz we're the second one on the way yeah <laughs> also so yeah, I think, that again, yeah, I think exactly. family around is very uh, very useful and, yep. and convenient yeah and uh, <laughs> can you got my salt yeah <laughs> and uh, and yeah we were building the forever home in lemont and uh, and then sure enough like 6 months after finishing it I guess what's happening Reuters just announced that Peugeot is ending the racing program the same thing we didn't even hear it from management they didn't even have time to call us it just yeah. came out straight from the yeah. top yeah. and Bruno from the stick the the the, 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 the announcer of uh, at Le Mans the voice of Le Mans uh, calls me up he's like have you seen the Reuters news I'm like no and then as he's as he's talking to me on the phone Olivier Canel the the team manager is calling me. I'm like, uh, well, I guess I think I know why he's calling me. Uh, picking up the phone, he's, he's crying on the phone, and he's like, uh, okay, well, I'll call yeah. you back later. Because
1: this this was the new career move in your head. Was yeah. you were going to be a Peugeot?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I could. I mean, T1 I was guy. very comfortable. Yeah. Great group of guys. We we're making money, but the car was awesome. And yeah. <laughs> no, it was bad Now, yeah. okay. what's bad? Yeah, what's no. bad money? So Back it up What's bad money <laughs> yeah. is when you make 300,000 euros uh-huh. And at the end of the year with all the taxes that you pay in France yeah. You're left with less than 100
0: Okay, that's money Yeah, man, that sucks Okay Yeah
2: no, yeah, I'm not doing joking. Okay, Sean. I've never, I've <laughs> never made less money than when I was driving for Peugeot because of all the taxation, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Switzerland sounds amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 So okay. do American factory. So yeah. you found out from a call, <laughs> some related. I mean, we heard stories that some of the Peugeot guys were literally on the plane headed to Sebring oh, and me. landing.
2: The, yeah, they, yeah. They landed in Miami, turned around and went back home. I was supposed. So to... This is real. I was shaking the car down the next day. The hybrid on an airport strip. I mean, like, everything was full steam ahead. Yeah. Full steam. Like, yeah. the cars were made, the engines were in production. Yeah. The, all, the, all the cost was already engaged. So You're literally
1: packing for it. Yeah, you're yeah. packing for a shakedown, run. Right? Yeah getting ready to go. Guys are
2: flying to Sebring. Yeah. No, I mean, it was it, and it ended up costing them more money yeah. to stop the program than to stop it after Le Mans, which was, would have been the only made sense. Yeah. sensible thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Because they had spent the money. They yeah. were going to go, let's go try and win Le Mans. They were close. The only reason why they were stopping the racing program is because they clo- they, they were closing all Subois, which was a, a plant. Yeah, right, okay? so, the and the so PR But they it. were going to do it in July. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Le Mans was in June. Why don't you go to Le Mans, win Le Mans, say, hey, yeah. you see, we're going to close in July or May, but we're closing the racing yeah. program? That would it's have a been relevant, to but it. by the time they closed the plant in right. July, everybody had forgotten that they buried the racing program. Right, right. Nobody cared. Yeah. And so they literally demolished, and the craziest of all is that it's Olivier saint who called it, and he's the guy who started the program in 2007. And it's like this is nuts, and that was after like months and months and months of tribulations of like, are we keep do we keep going? Do we not? Do we keep going? Do we not? Do we keep going? Do we not? And it was like, and all of a sudden, like we went like every color of the rainbow. Like yes, maybe, maybe not. Yes, no. Yes, and then sure enough, like last thing, January like seventh or ninth or whatever it was. Boom. <laughs> Everybody gone, like uh, like 80, 80 people at uh, in Vezey just contractors, they one day the next you pack in, you going home. That that's was bad. It's yeah, bad. That's that was bad.
1: Proper bad. That's also how we know you've been in America for years because you're already like the French don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> They don't know.
2: No, but I mean stuff like that happens all the time. But the timing of it just didn't make sense. Yeah, right, no. right. Like we had yeah. all the stuff. People were paid. Like there ended up being like more. Fees and, and you know severance packages severance. Yeah, exactly. and it's just like it yeah. just did not make any sense. Yeah. So it was a shame. And it was a great program, but it is what it is. How was that car to drive? It was pretty cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. We had a couple of issues with the power steering, uh, which made the car really kind of difficult initially. But then we went to hydraulic power steering, and so that went away. But initially, uh, you couldn't really counter steer. <laughs> Oh, good God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, if God. you had, like, high-speed high-speed snaps, like, the thing would just lock up on you. And <laughs> <stuff>. Good, <laughs> good, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you couldn't, like, in really high loads, you couldn't really brake and turn yeah, and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. you had to be really careful with it. <laughs> like, the joys of electric power steering. But uh, but then, uh, yeah, the car just kept getting better. The, the engine was just incredible. The torque of those things, man. I mean, probably made... 900 horsepower when it was cold like with the P2 temperature being low I mean it was just like I remember running at poor recording in like a, an endurance test and like it was barely above freezing temperatures and the thing was just ripping it around. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> the, uh, the, the V8, the last version of it was, was pretty cool. Yeah. Like it was yeah. really nice. It's one of the best looking car. cars I've ever yeah. made in sports car racing. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really cool. Yeah. But it was just too bad. The concept was flawed for Le Mans. So we ended up, like, they had miscalculation in the wind tunnel stuff. And so the low wing package was basically 3% too far forwards. Mm. And wow. so at Le Mans, yeah. we ended up having to put like two degrees of rear wing. Yeah,
0: nah, yeah, done. Yep, yep, done.
2: And we lost Le Mans for 13 seconds. Yeah. Yep. Well,
0: uh, we do a pass along question. And uh, <laughs> we had uh, dinner last night with Bill Lester.
2: Yeah, I read that.
0: Yeah. And uh, Bill's question for you: uh, What is the biggest change you've had to undergo as a driver to be just as good in a GTP car as you were in the previous generation DPI car? Are there any differences in the car that affects you?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean it affects everybody. I mean, right? You're just going from a car that's got more downforce, less weight, um, less power, to the current specs um so yeah you have to you have to adjust you have you basically have to slow it down you have to back it up a bit like you can't you can't aggress the car as much in gtp as you used to in dpi or or as you would in even more in indycar you know but But that's just kind of adapting to whatever limit every car has got yeah and or the tire pressures (laughs) you said it i didn't say anything (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Tomorrow we're gonna have dinner with uh, Pippo Durrani. Mm-hmm. If you ever had a question you'd like to ask him that maybe you could hide behind us on
2: um I mean, I, I kind of discovered people to be honest. Um, oh, you're you're the oh, problem. He is a driver <laughs> yeah. like in yeah. the,
0: well, the taylor brothers would like to have a word with
2: <laughs> In the last uh, in the last few months obviously over the, the the few months of development of the car and uh yeah. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: Oh, you mean you just learned about? Yeah, yeah, just
2: kind of oh. like
1: oh. I, we, I, we <laughs> th- thought you were saying like you made his. Career. You were the one that no, 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 no. I discovered. Yeah, you only you only found out about his talent. Yeah, recently. Okay, so you were okay. such an
0: open wheel snob that you're like, oh yeah, I just learned about this kid. No, yeah. that's not what I meant. <laughs>
2: Actually, it was really impressive. I felt like uh, the, the first time, like kind of put him on the maps, like in the patron car. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, like yeah. he was he was bloody quick in that thing. Yeah. Um yeah. And obviously he got the opportunity with Action Express and uh, Yeah. Um, not sure what I would ask people. Uh, you know, he he didn't get the opportunity obviously to uh, to go to Indycar or to have uh, any kind of extensive open wheel career. Um, but yeah, just kind of curious uh, what the what his turning point was there and uh, and uh, if he's if he had been kind of following like IndyCar opportunities or if it just never really was on the map Uh,
1: so you go back when the Peugeot thing closes down you you go back to IndyCar obviously it's nowhere near with the quality of of program that Newman Haas was in terms of a competitive car against others Uh, do you have a favorite AJ Floyd story
2: no there's only kind of disappointing stories right but AJ himself oh AJ not the team but AJ the the yeah but there's nothing you can say yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just gonna yeah. be
2: a bunch of beeps and and you and know, it's, okay. yeah, <laughs> it's uh but AJ is awesome man, he's 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 a legend. Um yeah. Just like the, the flame is, is still very much, you know, intact and um yeah, just just wish that, you know, his health wasn't so so kind of iffy, you know, because he's uh you can tell he's most days is just pissing vinegar, you know, it's like really in pain, you know, with his feet and, like, you know, guess everything seems to be a bit of a struggle. I wish we kind of met him a little bit uh, earlier when things were, you know, a bit easier physically. But, yeah, I mean, just a great guy. A lot, ton, I mean, so many stories, like, and, uh, yeah, like, I don't know that he understood most of what I was saying. <laughs> uh, I sure struggled to understand some of what he was saying. You, under, uh, you had a struggle with his Texan? Yeah, a little bit, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but yeah, it was AJ sometimes, and, and it talks kind of low as well sometimes, and like mumbles a bit, so yeah, I was like, shit, you yeah. uh, But I was hand uh, around in, in the room to try and help me out, uh, but uh, yeah, just just a great guy, I mean, such a such a legend and, and, and everything, but uh, yeah, just, just really wish that we, you know, we could have rebuilt something, and, and enough time, enough money, and enough resources to to make something happen Uh, but uh, yeah it was and indycar is a tough deal you know and i think if there's something that kind of comes out of my years in in indycar because like it's nothing like champ car or anything when i I obviously live the extreme size of the spectrum it's that you know the, the smaller teams there's always kind of a reason why they kind of remain smaller teams even if yep. you have Craig Hampson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. you know, unfortunately, you know, Dale is always going to be his own worst enemy, you know? Dale Coyne.
1: Yeah. Because you and you, Craig Hampson, who was your engineer at Newman Haas Forever, yeah, I you mean, reunited I,
2: at Dale Coyne a few years in. Yeah, yeah. And, and we did some great things, but, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't, I don't know what it is with Dale, but it, he always seems to put his heart and soul into building something. And as soon as he's got it, he loses interest. And he just instantly switches over to what what's next challenge, yeah. mm-hmm. and and that was that was really a shame because like obviously you know I came with Olivier from from KV Olivier Besson, uh, yeah and and Craig and and we had you know and and they had some great guys I yeah. mean with Todd and Isaac and like you know there was just Arturo and all those guys I mean there's just a great group of guys yeah but yeah it just
1: so I, I talked to Craig yesterday looking for gossip. Uh he he had a few like character things beyond doing your own contract work. Uh but he even yesterday still feels tremendous guilt about your, your indie crash. Yeah. As though he had something to do with it.
2: No, he didn't. Yeah. Uh well I mean I mean obviously he, he got set he the got, car up. He got yeah. he got led in that path. There was a they, they discovered a mass channel issue and that unfortunately the the real culprit in all this is is a group effort to be honest. And I'm and I'm completely responsible for it right. as well because so in, in two
1: thousand seventeen you're really really fast for qualifying. Yeah but
2: we're really really fast the moment we hit the ground. Like, gotcha. Yeah, it's yeah. like the what people don't understand at Indie, it's it's a stupid game. Right? <laughs> no, it re- it really is. Yeah yeah. yeah. It, it is a is it is a daring game which you kind of Either learn to ignore the signals that you should never disregard and you get comfortable enough that you're gonna set yourself up in a mental headspace that you kind of feel that invincibility kind of thing that 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 you know and, and that that time it was really easy because the car was just so amazing. Like I mean I had I've I'd been to Indy A handful of times at that point and never ever 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 did i have a car like that and we showed up on the tuesday with the alternate setup which craig used with townsend and and it was really good but that was the alternate setup with a a bit of a different arrangement um and then we go the next day with kind of the generic setup that had been like the base of the Andretti, you know, because Craig had just been that you can't unlearn what you know. Okay, so sure enough, you know, and it's a different damper package because Olivier is trying to just come up with whatever matches the best, the curve that we think we should have on the car. But the car is incredible. That Wednesday, I mean, it is just off the charts, and I'm like it's fast as shit. and in traffic, I mean I, I can pass anyone, any, anywhere, any You're moment. You're just that good. Yeah. I mean, literally that group run at 5 p.m. Like we go, just 15 cars. I start in front, then I slide back once, like P7, P8, whatever. <laughs> Within five laps, we're leading again. I slide back again and again, and like at the end of that day, like everybody's like, "Holy f- what's going on with Bourdais? Like he's never done anything at all indie. and like he's just going around everybody. Like you know, we're just running a you know a yellow map, you know, and and, and me including, I'm like, <laughs> You're like I'm like, just I, doing it's what like, I do. It's the same yeah. guy, and, yeah. and the car yeah. is just amazing. Yeah, and so. You know, it's, it's, it's going plenty fast and, and, like, you know, the game start, and, and so during sims on the Thursday um, you, know, you get kind of like always the shaky foot a little bit and then so, you know, you start to kind of bring the throttle pedal back to you again some more so you really don't have to put any effort into being flat and then you go to the next smallest spring, you know, on, on, on the pedal return. And and so now, basically, the thing is, I mean, it's a proper effort to just get off of the throttle, you know? And so, um, and then we get to Fast Friday, and the thing's like 2.33, I get a sniff of a toe, but nothing, and like, we go 2.33, and and you know, get away with that, and and, and I, at no point during the week did I turn right. So
1: like, the car the is no yeah, so good. Yet.
2: Like there's not even a hint of a moment we've tried different things different aero configs and whatnot you are stable and yeah. and like the conditions changed for Saturday and it rained and Craig's like you know we probably should take you know the the air is heavy and we probably should take you know a bit of downforce off and like yeah sure man like whatever and in the compensation with whatever aero channel was compensating with fuel and whatnot I think there was like a solid percent and a half that got mixed up in there and and we just burnt up the right rear and on, on lab three there's nothing left in the right rear and 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 the car is that good that even with that much more cop it still didn't move <laughs> yeah right right yeah and and until it just
0: until it finally went cooked, yeah. cooked the right rear and then yeah. I,
2: I had one warning <laughs> in turn one yeah and and i disregarded it i was like F- it like <laughs> nah i'll see that in the back straight uh, I never saw the backstrike. Yeah, upside down. Uh, yeah. And that was it.
1: Yeah. How much do you remember the actual incident?
2: All of it. Yeah. All of it except the big flash and the impact and then I, I missed the uh, upside down on fire part. And, That's then, and then I'm yeah I which is like well yeah you lost consciousness for a split second because you don't remember you were upside down on fire I'm like no I wasn't like yeah you were yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, yeah I remember all of it and, yeah. and the funny part is like so I, I lose consciousness but like they tested me like 10 times for a concussion yeah and they couldn't come up with any kind of concussion like symptoms
0: is it is it consciousness or is it like shock where the uh, brain I don't know. says well, I think you don't want to remember this, still shut Well, something.
2: it was uh, it was 118 Gs for three quarters of a second. <laughs> is that it? That just yeah. <laughs> just a quick There, was, yeah. not, there yeah. was not a crazy peak of Gs, but the duration yeah. is yeah. abnormal. Yeah. Because yeah. it was 70 yards of um, of war, safer safer wall that God. blew out. That yeah. Right. Um, the, the the my seat, man. Man. my seat, vaporized. Yeah. 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 Like, the whole right side, because of the compression, because the wheel got trapped, which is what broke my pelvis and my hip. Yeah. It just, like, the whole thing just, like, vaporized. It just, like, it's, I think they said it was, like, 10 tons of pressure to break the thing the way it did. (laughs) Yeah. That was because if that wheel had just flown off the car, I probably would have picked up the wheel of the car and raced on next Sunday.
0: Yeah, right, right. What, uh... It collapsed
2: the tub, and that was that. Yeah, ribs and pelvis and all. Uh,
0: would have been would it have been better to not try to save it, and spin? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, it's like, oh no, yeah, like, yeah.
2: But 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 again, like so much confidence. Yeah, you were invincible going into that corner. Like I so was, I was like it. it was not happening. Like yeah. first of all, I wasn't gonna back off. Yeah, and because like the game had been starting to be like, I, I, like why why?
0: Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: you know, like just dumb, stupid, so freaking confident. Yeah. <laughs> you know the the, the thing that set me up for for that like it was so good, yeah. I was so sure of. If it works, everything. you're a hero. You know. And, well, yeah, but I mean, you know, you you don't get away with that kind of shit at indie. You know, like when the thing starts to go twice in the same corner. Right, yeah. I, I saved the first one, but yeah. not the second one. Yeah. Yeah. You know and. That. Yeah, shame on me. What What were you thinking as your head towards the wall?
1: It, it basically, I lost the
2: wheel. Yeah, well, this is what happened. Yeah, like I, you, you saw like like the car was really free, and I knew it was very really free, but at the same time, you know, you go off of what you know. Yeah. and like all of the quality preps, even when we were going faster, it's like. Yeah, it's fine like you yeah. know you're just making it up because in qualifying like the head game start you know you you always start to make things up and you're mm-hmm. like ah maybe i don't know like you feel that little like you know yeah. the, the track is grooved and the car always moves a little bit and like to really surely know for sure that it's legit oversteer or it's just a tiny bit of a movement yeah right. is, is such a fine line and so because i had so much confidence in the car it didn't even skip my mind like I just went to turn one and I was like no you did not feel that like that was nothing and then I got to turn two and like you know just kind of turning the wheel with the tip of my fingers and, and then when the thing went the first time I'm like what what? and then it went again yeah. when it went the second time I went with it yeah. and then it straightened out and when it straightened out so quick the wheel came off my hands yeah. and now my foot stuck to the throttle yeah. and then I'm heading straight over the wall and before yeah. you even know it, you're in it
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but
2: I do remember when when the wheel came off my hands and the car is going straight at it and I'm accelerating still at that point oh, God. I'm like oh f**k
1: oh, so you did have that, that f- Oh yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I was like yeah. oh and yeah. like and then where am I just exploded yeah. and I was like the yeah. next thing you know, you're rolling on the on the floor of the car and you're like uh, The radio's coming on and the guy's like, you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And, and I hear you. Uh, yeah, like, I
0: can't not now.
2: Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, now, you know, you're broken.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: so you felt the pain. Oh, yeah. 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 For the next three hours, somebody was kicking my nuts. Ugh. As the pelvis was broken and yeah. the hip was broken and like the it's bleeding and it's just like building the pressure in your groin. It's yeah. Like, Oh yeah, you know you're broken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you didn't have any like
2: you, you weren't bleeding out, but no, it was just internal, building inside. Yeah. So there's adding pressure yeah. in your girl. Oh, oh yeah. God, I was like, yeah. I, and I didn't know how broken I was sure. until they pulled me out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and that God. when you feel your leg kind of kind of detaching a little bit from yourself, yeah. that's when it's yeah. like, oh, that's broken too. Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. That was that was like that was not good. What was the conversation with Claire? <laughs> oh, Claire thought I was dead.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so,
2: like, she didn't believe Chris, my spotter, that I was alive, but I I was crying a lot back then, because there's just, there was the pain, but the emotion, yeah, the feeling there, that obviously, like, everything was built, because we were leading the championship going into yeah. Indy road course. Yeah, and you have the car to win Indy. You know, yeah. and we had the car to win Indy, and it's like, all of a sudden, like, the whole dream just, like, comes crashing down, and, like, all the emotions, the... Like you think of your wife, the kids, the parents. Like everybody's freaking out, and like, and you, you can't talk. You are just like, oh my god. Yeah. And then now you. And your like, balls you, are blowing up. Yeah. And yeah. And, and now yeah. you you get you know you get to uh, to Methodist and and like you're a piece of meat, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like your ego, my ego is not very big, but he went from that to minus 20 levels down. Because all of a sudden they're doing things to you that you don't want to say on radio, like, and you just feel like an absolute piece of meat. And this is like, and all along you're just like, can you just put me out? There's like, a little, there's yeah, a little, just little less. less, yeah, No, we need you to be Harvey. conscious, like, yeah. yeah. Huh? And they don't. <laughs> are you, are you no. sadistic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was uh, a wearing a Paul Tracy hat. But yeah, I mean, no, no, you uh, stay up for this. Claire, Claire was obviously. Like she flew that night, and she was there when I woke up in the um, in the uh, intensive care. But yeah, I mean, until I think until she saw me, uh, she she really thought that I was either paralyzed. Was or... she? And she
1: was here in Saint Pete. Yeah, she was in Saint Pete. That's a long yeah. flight. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: I mean, they, they were great. Uh, I think. Um, I can't remember. Was it Tony Stewart's plane that oh, took cool. her, or someone? So somebody picked her up. Someone's basically. plane yeah. just picked her up that that's night cool. at like 10 p.m. or something. Yeah. Like the IndyCar folks yeah. just organized it, and um, and then Mike Lanigan flew, flew us back. Yeah. A couple of weeks later.
1: Do you think about quitting? No. no. Not even a yeah. No. Not a thought.
2: No. Yeah. No. No. I mean. I, I got to build that house. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I kind of knew what happened right away. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure, it's it's somewhat traumatic. I mean, you know, going into any kind of qualifying on ovals after that was, was kind of fighting your own. Yeah. Um, but I guess I, I, think <laughs> I think I'd do better kind of fighting fears and being somewhat over-listening to the signs than <laughs> obviously not listening to the yeah, signs yeah, and yeah. crashing at yeah. 227. <laughs> I mean, I hold that trophy, but, you know, I discourage anybody to try and beat that impact because it's <laughs> not... <laughs> I mean, it's it's still to be so a day, record yeah. indie holder. Yeah, I mean, this is not the record you <laughs> want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. But, um, yeah. mean, uh, you know, we were my actually next. Well, I mean, I not the very first next one because I went to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, which, that was that was a move from Dale to force me to put me in that position. I'm, because, sorry. I'm sorry, what? Because basically. He forced you to go do it? Yeah, so basically. I, I didn't want to restart on Novo. Yeah. But if I didn't What do you mean? If I did not do Saint Louis, I wasn't getting back in the car for the rest of the season. That was Dale's deal. That's the deal that he had with Gutierrez. So basically if Gutierrez was getting in the car at Saint Louis, he was yeah. finishing the season. Yeah. So he put me in that position where I ended up because I really didn't want to restart eighteen. Yeah. Having not put this behind me yeah, yeah, and yeah. kind of let the press do whatever they had to do talk it over and they over and over now, so and over exactly yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to restart 18 mm-hmm, with this yeah, well tired. behind me yeah. Yeah. and not being any kind of dis- distraction yeah and uh, and yeah so it basically forced my hand to go back in the car at st louis one of the most daring Sure yeah, oval yeah. there is. Yeah. I mean you're literally facing a wall at two hundred miles an hour going to turn one yeah. and, and yeah, you have to trust right it. At, yeah. Um, but my very second race on oval at Phoenix in eighteen I was on pole. Yeah, so that, that yeah, was like cool. that was that was cool. Yeah. Like yeah. to fight myself and mm-hmm. be like, Yeah,
0: yeah, I that's I got this. That was really cool.
2: Yeah. You're
0: you're familiar with the Project 91 program? I am it? now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's one way of doing it. That's well, that's <laughs> a smooth at it. <edit. laughs> uh, if you could think of any driver, like a Nick Tandy, for example, that that could get that opportunity, who who would you pick? Me?
2: Oh,
1: not Nick Tandy. Not Nick. No, yeah, I
2: mean, I you you're saying that he really wants to do it? I mean, obviously Nick's great, great you know GT driver, sure. great driver in period. Yeah, uh, uh, I say he's racing uh, against you in prototypes. I, I, like just, the <laughs> I in think there. he
0: won them all. Yeah. He well, did. Certainly. Yeah, but like, then he's pretty good.
2: Unlike, period. <laughs> unlike me, he's won Lamont. Yeah, thank you very that much. Is, is, what, is, uh, no, you, what are you G- talking about? Well, in GT, I didn't oh. win it overall. <laughs> GT's not good enough now. Well, it's, it doesn't really count. It's not uh, a horrible Jesus. pitch. Justin, Justin, don't listen pitch. to him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, have at it, Justin. Just I mean, obviously, that guy's. Uh, I think he's probably one of the guys who adapts to just about anything so fast. I mean, I, I think the Earl Bander Nick Tandy combination, you know, worked so well at Le Mans because of that. Like, it's, it's, both of them have just so much raw talent. It's pretty crazy. Like to be able to drive GTs that well the way they do, and then jump in prototypes and drive prototypes the way they do. It's pretty remarkable. Are you you're familiar with the Lexus program now and sports car and IMSA?
0: Okay.
1: Well, it's so. <laughs> oh, it's and Ginny. Oh. You just answered
0: our question. Yeah. Okay. So the guy that owns it, that's not Jimmy Vassar. His name is Sully. Okay. Not James Sully Sullivan. It's either. Yeah, I mean Sully, Sully
2: or James Sullivan. Yeah. Right, right.
0: Have you ever noticed that any time he's ever mentioned on the IndyCar broadcast, they can't just say Sully? or James Sullivan yeah, it's, it's, it's always it's James, James Sully, Sully Sullivan. is yeah, not, not how sure. nicknames work. Right. No.
2: Yeah. It's, it's They're funny not like, to oh. put, like the nickname in the middle. Right. But, yeah. So
0: it's like oh we got uh,
1: Sebastian C. Bass Bourdais. Right. But it's never <laughs> that wouldn't happen. it's never just the nickname. So like yeah. if you end, if he calls you right now you're not going to say hey James Sully Sullivan you're going to say hey James or hey
2: Sully yeah, or whatever Sully, it is. Right? Yeah. 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 Right.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. How do we fix this problem? <laughs> yeah, how do we how do we
2: get the media to just call him Sully? I don't know. I think because they think solely, they just feel like they they need to put it somewhere in in the way they call them. But yeah, because it's always Townsend and and Lee. And Kev- yeah, Kevin Lee. Yeah,
0: Kevin Lee's a big fan of that really? that nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, so. um, only because you asked. I guess they can't just say their nickname. The nickname. You could just call him James yeah. Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> that I would Sullivan. just yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> on TV, I would yeah. just call
1: him, him Sullivan. James Sullivan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we know now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows who it is now. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Okay, so only because you asked in the uh, when you're when you're going through some of the lines on driving, do you spend much time on the internet just kind of screwing around?
2: Too much, yeah, I'm sure.
1: Okay, have you ever seen like the Boston Dynamics, like robot dogs that that uh, walk around? These
0: mechanical robot dogs that are like opening doors. I've seen something
2: the other day, like they were starting like to be pretty big, but I, yeah, right. Are you terrified of this? No, I'm just sad for society. Like, it's just like really, like there's a bunch of stuff that's coming out of Japan right now. It's kind of scary. Oh, there are allies. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but still, like no, but like just you know, like you you look at like like documentaries on like young Japanese that can't even interact. You know, with each, other, with each other. They can't have girlfriends, they can't have mm. boyfriends mm. because like they don't even know how to behave with, with one sure. another. Yeah. It's yeah, like right, oh right. my So you're God. saying huh. this
1: is sad for social interaction, not sad as though the last thing we're all gonna see before we die is a, robot die as, a ro- as a fleet of robot dogs yeah, coming at
0: us. Which are being made in Korea, by the way, yeah. just so Let's, we're clear.
2: So you don't that think that the last yeah. thing doesn't take over and and, and humanity this way was be it would be a lot less cool than Terminator, that's for sure. Yeah, right, you're right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what we're afraid of. Do you think it's
1: weird that when when the civilization goes down, many people are gonna think about us talking about it
0: i don't know anyone else that's afraid of it but us yeah i just
1: hope that this just doesn't happen (laughs) 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 all right uh craig brought this up but this is also a thing for me because i i uh spend a lot of time in germany uh my, my significant other is german what is up with european people in ice and what is up with european people in air conditioning
2: uh ice is just not much of a thing for sure Right. Like, you know, you get a soda, it's going to be cold and no need to be nice. No need ice for ice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I mean, AC is just, I guess it's becoming more and more of a thing because it's getting hotter and hotter. <laughs> <laughs> Back to politics. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah.
1: climate change is real, says Bordeaux. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Headline. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. And also, also, the fact that. Y- you know, there's just it's more and more accessible, and uh-huh. people are uh, figuring out that you know being miserable <laughs> two or three months out of the year when it gets really hot kind of gets old at some point. Right. Especially when you can do, Press when you, yeah. you you <laughs> have ways to just not make it yeah. painful for sure. Yeah. We have an AC unit. So okay, our so the new Bordeaux house
1: is gonna have AC. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's okay. not heat
0: that's gonna kill you. Yeah, it's robot dogs. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. What's gonna happen? Okay, we've I, established that. It's bad, man. I gotta hit this home. <laughs> No one's no one's paying attention.
1: <laughs> all right. So you claim winning GT at Le Mans in 2016 with Joey Hand and Derek Mueller was not a Le Mans win.
2: No, it's a Le Mans win, but it's not the Le Mans win.
1: Okay. So that's still the the, the I goal. I mean, for it's you.
2: it's a class win, which is awesome and that's all we could hope for and and you know, I it was an unbelievable experience. Like just how much it meant to the family and and everything. It was just a really really cool thing. Although it was not a great race for me, to be honest. Like uh, I just I just you know we were specifically asked to kind of really take care of the car, and and it was it was rough still. Like the car wasn't super super great chassis wise because like you know it was like still very very new. Yeah, had been refined and, yet. You know, and and, <laughs> and I kind of came to understand. Why Dirk was kicking our ass so bad? Like you know, we, it was very determined. Like you know, let's stay off of the curbs. Dirt and really. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's just abusing and, it. Oh my yeah. God! Like to the point that the door wouldn't freaking open at the end. Yeah, <laughs> Like He <yeah. Nice. laughs> yeah. was stuck in the fender. Yeah. <laughs> like every time you open it, we're like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you go yeah, yeah. but I mean it was it was incredibly fast but like for sure he was just taking the piss with, with the car and the sure, curbs and sure. um, yeah. which you know probably a good thing that you know there was only one of us doing it because like maybe it would not have been yeah, you know been. such a zoomy uh, place mm-hmm. yeah. by the end of the race but right. uh, yeah I mean I actually skipped my last rotation because he was just so much faster, and we were trying to come back for from a, a penalty. Uh. Um, <coughs> like it was like my first time in the car was was fine, and then the second time um, we had a <laughs> we had a uh, full basically shutdown of all electronics. So like the dash froze, uh, no TC no radio for the first half of the stint then the electronics took a mm-hmm. shit so I ended up having to pit on the fuel number that was on the display Yeah. like yeah, I, yeah, I think I probably be, yeah. lost about 10 years of life <laughs> expectancy on that <laughs> deal about, like, it, you yeah. know you don't want to you don't want to be the one throwing it away and then there was no pit speed limit uh, uh, right. when I came in the pits because everything was frozen and no controls on, on the wheel were working anymore And uh, <laughs> and sure enough I come to the pits and I I was pretty sure that the start-stop button would work because that was on a different can. Okay. But, and it faked that it was going to stop, and it, the engine, like, basically the fueler got to the car as yeah. the car was going, up. Yeah. and yeah. then and then it didn't die uh, as it oh plugged no. in. Yes. Uh, and so I, I shut it off on the dash, but yeah. it's too late, so we got a penalty for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a <laughs> okay. uh, You won. Yeah, you yeah. still yeah. did okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Nah, I mean, the, the Le Mans is a... Like two thousand seven finishing second was like a win. Yeah. Yeah. But two thousand nine was <laughs> a soul crusher because mm-hmm. it was like basically with Frank and Stefan we were just like yeah. heads heads and shoulders yeah. above like crazy. Like we basically lost nine minutes um for uh, an upright. And um and we we're bearing upright assembly there. And uh we fixed we filled, uh eight minutes and 15 seconds in six hours of racing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, and they fixed the positions yeah. at 4 a.m. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. And we <sighs> lost Le Mans like that. Yeah. And then 11 for 13 seconds. with s- For the first time, the Peugeot was slower than the Audi. Yeah, so right, right. really oh, wasn't man. much we could do about that. Right.
0: We're, we're sitting here on March 9th, so... This time next week, you'll be getting ready to do the Sebring 12 Hour for Cadillac. So are you? I'll be in the TCR. I'm actually on my way home right now. A week from now. Yeah. Yeah, because we race on Thursday. Because yeah. WCs on Friday. I'm I'm on a box. Yeah, you're you're doing strategy for night yeah. practice. Yeah. Um, yeah. how do you, how are you guys doing out there in the 12 Hour next week?
2: How's it going to go? Um, surprise with BOP. Yeah. Like I, like we're. 20 kilos lighter, mm-hmm. I think, now than the Acura, sure. and, uh, and we lose power in relation to them. Which, sure. if you look at what's happened at Daytona, I don't know what software they use <laughs> and how they got there, but like I do not understand. That's just yeah. all of this, no, sure. I think that's almost every class other than yeah, everybody yeah, has yeah, yeah. questions. Yeah. So. it's just bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. like the yeah. WEC one, I'm not sure. I, you know, kind of, I, I, I'm surprised that they don't kind of use because they've already kind of put out like the first yeah. four. Yeah yeah i i think it's it's premature i mean i think you would want to keep some flexibility to yeah. kind of yeah. see what's happening yeah. and maybe yeah. make a bit of an adjustment sure. if it would be yeah. sure but maybe that's what they're going to do anyways yeah right you know, they're saying to it. put it out yeah. 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 like because also it's very different between sebring and the next three races so yeah right why.
0: yeah yeah <laughs> uh,
2: but uh yeah i mean I I think controls-wise we're just not doing very well mm-hmm. engine power levels right now. Okay. And which, because obviously you can only run the max power that you're allowed to and yeah. that's managed by the torque sensor. So there's absolutely no reason why the Acura would be killing us on acceleration <laughs> other than they're I- capable of running max power uh-huh. and a little bit over that they're allowed. Yeah, um, and and we're just not doing a good job, you know, yeah. at, at controlling. And because we have spikes and yeah. we're having to just take it down to not get penalties, yeah. um, we we, yeah. we got unfortunately we lost Daytona like that. Right, and, and I don't know that we are capable of making the step for Sebring. Sure, in, in time, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, to be able to. I mean, the trend that we saw at Sebring, like there were still bloody fast like the 10 was super fast yeah yeah. Um, so I think I think we'll be in the mix with the other guys Mm -hmm. Um, but entire life is going to if it's a hot Sebring it's going to be a bitch yeah right because we're like there's only one tire it's the soft yeah and in the middle of the day yeah yeah man but I mean we have a solid group the car is is pretty good it's just like honestly like I'm I'm impressed. Like the the competition is is stiff. Like they're strong. Yeah. Like, those those Acuras are really strong. So.
1: So two sentences or less. People hear this in the wintertime. How did the IMSA season go?
2: How did Le Mans go? Uh, IMSA season goes um, hopefully to a championship. That that'd be cool. I think. I think we can do it. Mm-hmm. I do. Le, <laughs> Le Mans. <laughs> you don't have to answer I mean I think we have we have reliability it seems um, which is gonna be really important so you know we're we're in the mix you know do we do we come out on top Mm -hmm. I sure hope so and that's the one that's the one that I've been chasing for a while (laughs) how
1: are you gonna react to that if you win that'll be a heck of a party <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not a party guy yeah. but I can tell you we're throwing one out on this one that's cool
0: <clears throat> if somebody were to listen to this podcast 20-30 years down the road what would you hope the legacy you
2: leave behind would be oh man I'm not a legacy guy <laughs> you know I, I just only really hope that if you know I'm remembered for one thing is just to kind of be me and and you know, kind of straight, straight shooter. Not, you know, no bull I'm not, that's kind of what I live by. I, I just say what I do and I do what I say, you know. You, you one
1: thing I keep hearing in this uh, chat is um, not a resistance, but a kind of media stuff isn't your thing. Mm, see, at least it seemed like there was a time where that wasn't the case. No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. No. No. Um, what what makes you say why, what, where I'm going with that is why do this do this yeah, yeah. I mean you gave us a well, lot of time because why
2: not <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it I else yeah no but I mean it's it's a uh, you know I mean it's obviously like a relaxed setting and like you know it's a good it's a, it's a good way to just you know for whoever is interested just to kind of put things on on the record you know it's like like, I've had I've had great opportunities, and, and you know, there's some really cool stuff um, that's happened to me over the years, and, you know, why not share that? Yeah, right. Share the bumps on the road, too, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Got to take the good
0: with the bad. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's never,
2: it's never, uh, it's always a bit of a winding road, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say on that note, Continental's got the check. Meow, meow. malade today, malade today. Faut pas arrêter car c'est la vie, on sait jamais alors,
2: respire les problèmes qui nous mènent nus, y'en a toujours d'autres, on
1: Tu veux me joindre
2: Embarque, c'est ça, mm-hmm. embarque, c'est ça. Pas de problème, juste solution, pas de pilule pour protection. Y'a pas de force dans la balance, car si tu tombes, c'est quand t'apprends. Pour maintenant,
1: pour maintenant, pour maintenant, on fait la fête en chantant.